0: The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was Praise to you, Lord Christ. Growing up, I lived in such a place that in elementary school, we were sent off for several days each year to do wilderness survival camp. Being in Alaska, I learned had unique aspects of childhood. In fifth and sixth grade, we'd be sent out during summertime and wintertime to learn how we would survive in the wilderness. In the summer, that meant learning about berries and trees. In the winter, it mostly learned about surviving in the harshest conditions and how to survive hypothermia. Not light lessons for fifth and sixth graders, but important ones when the wilderness is not a distant place you go, but truly your backyard. It is not hard for me to conjure images of the wilderness, and the wilderness is what our gospel conjures for us today. John, the baptizer, appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The wilderness is an archetype in our world, a place that perhaps we imagine as outdoors untouched by people, rocky Trains, harsh winds, unforgiving weather. The wilderness is a place that we imagine is without our comforts. The wilderness is a place without our buildings and protections. The wilderness is meant to be a place that is less secure than what we are used to. That is where our gospel begins today and it begins in the oddest way. See, we are at the very beginning of the Gospel of Mark, and it says the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is good news, us finding ourselves in the wilderness. Today, the second Sunday of Advent, we still are not yet talking about a baby Jesus but we are talking about one who is to come. But the gospel is throwing us into it in an unexpected direction, turning it sideways and intentionally making us uncomfortable. The problem with the wilderness as our archetype is how we normally come to it. See, when we think of the wilderness, perhaps like me, you think of the wilderness as being an uninhabited place or a place before people. Some pristine, untouched nature, be it beautiful or terrifying, it is a place that is uncultivated by humankind. While our beautiful Mercer Island has plenty of the great outdoors, they are made safe and tame for us. As I went on a hike this week with my sister through Pioneer Park you easily can enter nature, but you're never in danger truly of straying off the path or being that far from Starbucks or the rest of civilization. It is contained and manicured beautiful, but it is not the wilderness that the gospel calls us to. It is not in fact the wilderness that most of us would even go to. The wilderness as we often experience it is the wilderness that is made easy and comfortable for us. Wilderness that is safe to hike or traverse, national parks that are made, constructed to be safe places for us to visit the wilderness. And in fact, when we think of the wilderness as being a place untouched by humankind, we are often erasing and diminishing the indigenous people that have lived and cultivated these lands long before the European settlers came and changed it all. The wilderness is not just a toy for us to play with or an attraction for us to go to. It is in fact, a place created by God as much as this place is created by God, whatever place you find yourself, which I'm assuming is somewhat more cultivated than the great outdoors. We are called to see the wilderness as more of an archetype, to let go of some of the imagination of harsh weather. As theologian Debbie Thomas says, the wilderness is that place that is at the margins of our power. The wilderness is that place where we are no longer the rulers. The wilderness is that place where we feel uncomfortable, unsettled, less in control. This is for many of us a good place to go to, a place where we are called outside of our comfort zones a place where we are sent and seek to discover God, a place stripped bare of all of our protections and worldly comforts. And perhaps we do not need to hike a great mountain to find that place. It is not hard to find ourselves right now in the wilderness in a place that we are unaccustomed to, in a place where our usual power, protection, and comfort is gone. It is not a place we would normally have chosen to be. And yet here we find ourselves, nine months into a pandemic that is our wilderness, where so much of what we want and seek has been stripped away where the comforts of our faith, that which we are used to using to connect with God, our buildings and sanctuaries, our physical prayer books, our beautiful choir, our warm coffee hour, our childcare, all the things that we cobble together on Sunday mornings to manifest our spiritual experience have been taken. And in its place, we find ourselves here, a place that is uncomfortable and uncertain. And Mark says, this is the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. This is where the story not just starts, but continues. The gospel of Mark is building off of the prophet Isaiah and the long history we have through Jewish scripture that tells us of the Messiah who is to come. And it is good and right that we are in the midst of the wilderness. Because for us to connect with God, for us to come to recognize the Messiah, for us to hear and take in that message... means putting ourselves in the place of the original hearers of this gospel. Those who were in the midst of turmoil, changes in political power, exile. It was not an easy time for those who first heard this gospel. They were in the wilderness, literally and metaphorically. And so, too, we find ourselves this Advent in that place. What voice is it that we hear crying out? And what is it that we are learning about ourselves and about God because we are in the wilderness? John the Baptist is the one speaking to us today along the River Jordan, baptizing people and pointing not to himself, John very easily could have been the Messiah for some thought that he was, but he points instead to another. He joins in the line of prophets who have come before him and continues to pass on that baton to point us forward towards Jesus Christ. In the midst of uncertainty and unrest, that is where we are sent. We are meant to find good news even in the bleakest moments, even in the uncertainty and turmoil. What we can learn about ourselves and about God in the midst of the wilderness and this place is different than we could if we were sitting in these pews. If we sit in our discomfort, We can learn something of who God is and what we need to be in relationship with God. What it is that feeds our soul, what we yearn for, what we desire, how it is that God speaks with us and how it is that we connect with the divine. Perhaps it means facing uncomfortable truths but they are truths that are well worth discovering. Here is the good news about the wilderness. We think, I think, I should speak for myself, of the wilderness as being a place where I am uncomfortable and without power. But that is my wilderness. For just as every place on this world and every mode of being in relationship with God, that place that I have not traveled before, that place that I am uncomfortable, that place that is my wilderness, is probably somebody else's home. Our wildernesses are not always the same. A land that is untouched by me does not mean it is untouched by another. That is so often the colonial mindset of the wilderness. But if we remember all the generations who have come before us, if we think of all who have inhabited these lands and these faiths before us, we can know that we have companions along the way, community, ancestors, and a lineage to guide us through our personal wilderness that perhaps is their known home with God. We do not enter the wilderness alone. We are called to seek out companions along the way, guides and leaders. When we are without our power, our privilege, our certainty, we have to look to those who have traveled these paths before us. We are meant to find God in one another. To me, it is one of the most heartbreaking parts of being apart because I find God so often with all of you. I am soaked in the spirit when we gather together. We are challenged to find God in new ways. We are challenged to connect in new ways. We are challenged to seek out the good news as we await the one who is to come. And what we learn about ourselves in this time, what we learn about others in this time, about others' homes, about others' wildernesses, will deepen our faith and our connection will continue to point us to the one who is to come. As John the Baptist says, we will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. May we bless one another with companionship, with presence, as we seek out that moment with Christ and as we seek out that Holy Spirit. Amen.